the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hello, everyone. This is Russell Cox. I'm the editor of the Municipal Association's Uptown Publication and Digital Production Manager. Today, we're going to be talking about training opportunities through the Municipal Association's affiliate associations. So I have brought together several people who are staff contacts for these groups. Ken Ivey, who is manager of member services, as well as Elizabeth Copeland and Sarah Snell, both of whom are staff associates for affiliate services. Ken, Elizabeth, Sarah, how are you guys today? Great. Great. Doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Would you help explain what the affiliates are, their missions, the listservs they have for members, and how they are connected to the Municipal Association? The affiliate associations exist to provide training for various staff within our city governments. Uh, It's my understanding that a while back, a lot of these groups were doing the training on their own, and the Municipal Association recognized that it would be a lot stronger if we brought it all together Mm -hmm. and did one statewide association for each one. So those affiliate groups then came to be. They each are governed by a board of directors that help determine programming and needs for the various meetings. Uh, Membership in our affiliates is for a full year, and it includes access to the listserv. Each affiliate Mm -hmm. has its own listserv, which is a great tool for sharing information, sharing documents, asking for feedback and best practices. Mm -hmm. So we consider that a really good benefit to being part of our affiliate associations. I'd like to go around the table and have each of you talk about the groups that you serve as the staff contact for and what kind of training opportunities happen with that group. So, Ken, you are the person for the South Carolina Utility Billing Association. Yes. So, South Carolina Utility Billing Association is made up of customer service representatives, managers, directors, and finance officers for municipal utilities. Mm -hmm. We provide customer service training and networking opportunities, and then we also give them updates on the latest technology and best practices for utility billing. The group has an annual meeting that's two and a half days in the spring, and then they have a fall customer service training and networking luncheon event in October of each year. What are some of the training topics that have come up recently? Well, their main focus is customer service. So we are the go-to association for customer service training, Mm -hmm. and we do welcome other affiliate members who would like to receive customer service training. But other topics, we've focused on workplace violence, talked about having a healthy workplace because many of them are in an office situation. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about safety in relation to they handle a lot of money for the cities and also the people who work out in the field, such as your um, meter technicians, face a lot of challenges that require them to think about their safety. So we do a lot of training related to that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we'll, we'll have vendors who come in and speak to them about the latest technology and things that are available to make their jobs better, like online payments or payment processing, new technology for printing and billing. Okay. Elizabeth, let's talk about yours. How how many do you have? I have four. I have the municipal power systems, business licensing officials, 
municipal finance officers, clerks, and treasurers, and the building officials. BLOA, MFOCTA, and BOASC all have two meetings a year, an annual multi-day meeting and then a one-day training. During the, the trainings, we always offer certification points for the clerks and treasurers and then the continuing ed credits that the building officials can get through LLR. Mm-hmm. So could you talk a little about some of the training topics for a few of those? We've had customer service, like Ken was saying, that's a big one. Everyone needs to have more soft skill training. For the just at the Joint Academy in October, at that meeting, business licensing officials, BLOA, and the clerks and treasurers meet together. Those two groups meet together into one meeting, since a lot of them have overlapping job duties. Mm -hmm. So we just had First Amendment audits which was a really good session about having to handle those people that keep coming in to visit city halls and recording everything. Written communication, how to beef up your written communication was another topic, and then GASB for the finance folks. So the Municipal Finance Officers, Clerks, and Treasurers Association has the MCTI Institute. Yes, MFOCTA is one of the sponsors of MCTI, which is the Municipal Clerks and Treasurers Institute. The institute is also sponsored by the Municipal Association, MFOCTA, and the Joseph P. Riley Jr. Center for Livable Communities at the College of Charleston. The classes that they take, it's a three-year program that meets two times a year for two and a half days each session. The curriculum that they take gives them a strong background for their job duties, and then they can use that education towards a certification through the International Institute of Municipal Clerks, IIMC, or through the APT, the Association of Public Treasurers of the United States and Canada. So the clerks can get a certified municipal clerk designation, and the treasurer's track is a CPFA, a Certified Public Finance Administrator. So, Sarah, we had you on the podcast last week, and we briefly mentioned the ones you do, but let's let's get into those, if you would. Sure. I have five affiliate groups that I manage, court administration, municipal technology, municipal human resources, community development, and the municipal stormwater managers. Mm -hmm. And each of those, um, with the exception of the stormwater managers, follows the same schedule with the two meetings per year. Traditionally, they have a spring meeting or a fall meeting that is one day, and then they have a multi-day annual meeting that's about two and a half days where we have pretty intensive training for those days. The stormwater managers, which we call SCASM, they meet quarterly, so they have four meetings a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are all just one-day meetings and are in the same location each time. Community Development Association actually this past year had a joint meeting with Main Street, South Carolina in Aiken and North Augusta. They did. Every other year for community development, their annual meeting is what we call a mobile workshop. So we get out of the conference room, we get out of the hotel Um, And we actually go visit sites and talk about community development projects in different parts of the state. Um, We've done three of those now in Florence, Hartsville, and Lake City. Um, We spotlighted Anderson and Greenwood. And then, as you mentioned, this past year, we were in the Aiken, North Augusta area. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of overlap with our Main Street 
with our Main Street cities. And so it worked out very well this year to do some overlapping sessions and an overlapping social event with the Main Street folks Mm -hmm. while they were also in the Aiken North Augusta area for their meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, It turned out to be a a lot of fun and a really good learning opportunity for those folks. Okay. Anything further we should talk about with yours? Um, We just had the Municipal Human Resources Association annual meeting last week in downtown Greenville Mm -hmm. and had two and a half really good days of solid programming. They focus, of course, a lot on legal issues surrounding employment and employment opportunities. Um, We talked about recruitment and retention of law enforcement officers, best practices for hiring and firing. We also had a session that talked about compensation studies, class and compensation studies. That's Mm -hmm. a very big thing for our cities. And we had someone come talk about how to actually convince your council, your mayor, or your city administrator that that's needed because it can be a very expensive venture for the city, but also very beneficial. Okay. One we haven't covered uh, so far is the South Carolina Municipal Attorneys Association. That group now has Eric Scheidel, the Municipal Association's general counsel, serving as the staff contact. Uh, Municipal Attorneys Association has an annual training session that is approved by the South Carolina Supreme Court Commission on CLE and specialization. And it, like the others, it has a listserv. I believe that training usually takes place in December. And Elizabeth, we were talking about this. We're going to be talking about membership renewals here in a minute, but it does not have a membership. No, MAA does not have a membership. They're Mm. the only affiliate that does not actually have a membership, but does have a train to have a yearly training. Okay. We are doing this podcast now because soon in January, the annual renewals will open up. So Ken, would you be the one to tell us about renewals? Yeah. uh, Renewals will be emailed in January and can be paid for online. The renewal process official date is January 31st for you to renew, but we, of course, accept uh, membership renewals up until the last meeting for the association that you're renewing for. Uh, The benefit of renewing oftentimes before a meeting is that you're getting a better rate because you're receiving the member rate as opposed to a non-member rate. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes folks may not necessarily renew by January 31st. However, if you don't renew by January 31st, you will lose the benefit of the listserv for that group. And that is a huge benefit for uh, each of the group's members. So we encourage people to renew before January 31st and keep that benefit going. We see a lot of activity on some of those listservs. Yes. Mm-hmm. We find that the um, Municipal Human Resources listserv is very active. That group tends to share a lot of documents with each other, uh, form letters, and just bounce ideas off each other uh, quite a bit. The (laughs) business licensing and the finance listservs, there's at least one question every day and Mm -hmm. usually multiple. So they find it very beneficial. And when you send an email that says, you haven't renewed, uh, you're going to be dropped, people Mm -hmm. get the renewals in pretty quickly. Membership for all of the affiliates runs January 1st through December 31st of each year. So come December 31st, everyone's memberships will end in the current affiliate that they belong to. So Mm -hmm. you do have to renew every year. It doesn't carry over. Um, We also 
do not prorate memberships. If you join in May, your membership will still run out that following December 31st. So Mm -hmm. it is a good idea to join as early in the year as possible so you do get that full benefit all year long. Um, And if we drop you from the listserv and you renew your membership later in the year, we can add you back. It's not like you never have another chance. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is a, you know, it is a task to resubscribe and and go through all that. So we don't want you to get that service interrupted. So that's why we ask our folks to please renew by January 31st. So we've talked through, we've talked through these affiliates and if someone wants to see the entire list in front of them and all the staff contacts, because it can be a lot easier to follow along with, where would they go? www.masc.sc www.masc.sc and um and you can call it up by the keyword affiliate all right well that is all i have thanks for joining me thank you Russell. russell the city quick connect podcast is one of several ways the municipal association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting south carolina cities and towns learn more at www masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.